Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute, folks. Hope you guys are good. I'm Steve Azar. Thanks for tuning in. As always, and as always, trust me, go to visitmississippi.org to find out all the wonderful things that await you. Very culturally cool rock star, historically all spawned and raised on this beautiful land we call Mississippi. Okay, today my guest and her company are all about what I'm talking about. They take it to another level at times, restoring and celebrating the beauty and significance of buildings and communities, hailing and presiding in the glorious quaint town of Eupora, Mississippi, where she is reigning right now, I think, celebrating what she does and her team have been doing, designing and restoring the southeast region's historic and traditional places since 1990. Thanks to my pal, Richard Berge. We met after talking for a few minutes. We're still waiting on our meal at the restaurant we went to. I won't get into that. Uh, I know, uh, but I got to know her really well, and I just couldn't wait to get to know her better. I knew she had to be on the show. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. In the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, the incredibly talented, compassionate, passionate woman, architect in Mississippi, my new friend, and it's a match made in heaven, Belinda Stewart. Hey, Belinda. Hey, Steve. Oh, it's great to be here with you this morning, or, or be talking with you this morning. Well, hey, you know, I've got this new, with all this, you know, this last year, uh, I had to upgrade my studio for making music, not doing a radio show. So it's all sort of one one thing now. But I've got this 65-inch screen above my big iMac, and I have to look up to read my introduction now. It's, so I'm always sort of like... Uh, my eyes, uh, the distance between there, you know, I'm I'm not a young chicken anymore as a spring chicken, as they say. So I stumbled through my intro. So, Belinda, thanks for coming on. We was really wonderful to get to meet you and your husband and uh, and hang with Richard uh, for a a surprise visit. So it was all a bonus. Let's dig back to, first of all, how you guys met. How we met Richie. Yeah, Richie, yeah. How you met Richie? Oh, Richard, sorry. That's all right. Oh, gosh. Well, my husband and Richard are from the same town in New Jersey, so they've known each other a long, long time. So I, I, my husband and I have been married almost 30 years, 28 years, so oh, I've known him that long. Uh, he's He's been in and out of our lives and a, a really good friend uh, for a number of years now. And a, you know, I guess life, almost lifelong friend for my husband. 
And he loves Mississippi. It's so great to see through his eyes what he sees of Mississippi. And that was a great day with you in Greenville. We had a three days or so of just hanging out in the Mississippi Delta and showing him, you know, the amazing architecture, music, et cetera, et cetera, of Mississippi. And, and you know, seeing you was the icing on the cake. Thank oh. you for coming and joining us. <laughs> I don't know about what kind of icing <laughs> that is. I'm not going to ask you. Hey, so, <laughs> Belinda, you, you know, first of all, I want to just say Richard Berge is one of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my life. His story is uh, I've had him on a couple times on my show, and each time you get a little bit more information uh, that you just can't believe um, the folks he grew up around, the history that was going to be made from this small group uh, of, of people from Joe Walsh to, I mean, the list goes on and on how his dad had them in their backyard playing music when they were all really good athletes, including Joe Walsh, including Richard, including his brother Chuck, who plays drums for Billy Joel. And I mean, that family is insanely talented. And how small of a world is it when Mississippi oh, yeah. brings you together? Isn't that crazy? Isn't it awesome? It's just—it's the magic of Mississippi. You're right. It's just unmatched. You're, it is unmatched. Um, okay, so let's let's jump into growing up first. You know, myself as a at doing what I'm still doing, I scratch my head sometimes and go, "How am I still doing this?" I've been so blessed. Um, it's been a crazy ride, uh, but I've learned to sort of you know, ride the highs out and ride the lows equally and just sort of live in the middle. And I think it's really helped me cope with the reality of you can't be on top all the time. You can't have the great things happen all the time. You can't build the biggest buildings all the time. You know, um, you yeah. can't you can't preserve something that just you've been wanting to preserve your whole life, I guess, for you guys in your terms. Um, just growing up for you, when did architecture sort of seep into your being? You know, kind of late. Uh, I really, I had never even heard of the field of architecture until I was a senior in high school. And uh, uh, someone from the School of Architecture at Mississippi State spoke at our school. And it just mesmerized me. It was amazing how all the things I was interested in and enjoyed seemed to be rolled up into that description of the field of architecture. And, uh, you know, but... You doubt yourself. I doubt myself. I, it took me five or six years in architecture school before I finally realized, yes, this is my passion. This is what I love. But it was amazing. It was a lot of questioning and a lot of learning and and uh, kind of confirming that that's what I want to do. But I think the reason it all sort of came together was my. I, I just absolutely love hearing people's stories. And I grew up as a kid, one of my favorite things to do was to go over to some neighbor's house or, or in the little town of Walthall, go over and visit folks there, especially the ones who had moved there from other places, and just listen to them mm -hmm. and listen to their stories. And uh, that's so much about what architecture is. It's, it's the tangible evidence of our stories. And luckily, at some point, I think it was that fifth or sixth year of questioning and learning, I realized that they're connected that, you know, the buildings, the importance of our buildings are really about our stories. Wow. And I think that's why I love preserving so much. It's it's preserving that tangible evidence. It's so that we can better tell our stories. And you know how rich Mississippi is in our stories. So what better place than here to do that? We're talking to Blenda Stewart, architect, but obviously w just another level of, uh, of her 
passion and and desire to do what she does. I mean, it sounds like you're writing a song to me. (laughs) I got to tell you, I mean, and when we were together, just hearing you talk about it and what you did, it wasn't like, oh, there's a building and I've got a job to do. It never felt like that when I was talking to you. That's why I couldn't wait to have you on. And as our listeners, all you guys can tell there, it's just it's just significant, you know, how much it matters to you and why you ever did it. I mean, think about as a songwriter. It was the stories that turned me on to writing. I didn't know how to play guitar first. I I heard words first. Words have always mattered to me greatly. And obviously, people don't want to hear a reading by Steve Azar. They want to hear it in song. But that's what turned me on to songs were the words. And um, and so it sounds like it's that we're there's a fine line or no line at all between what you do and what I do. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is if you think about the roots of architecture and the roots of music, I think there's so much similarity there, too. Uh, my other passion and, and, well, thing I discovered during during my education was vernacular architecture. And vernacular basically means the local language. And um, I had a history professor, architectural history professor, who recommended everyone in his class become an expert in some type of architecture. And, of course, he was teaching about cathedrals and and very high-style kind of things. And I decided I wanted to be an expert in the architecture in my backyard. So I chose my county I grew up in and said, "That's, that's what I want to become an expert in. And through that, I discovered the world of vernacular architecture, which is basically architecture that evolved, architecture that was based on what you had, what you could get easily, the way you already knew how to build. And the things that were the the results of the architecture that came out of that process to me were so much more meaningful than the ones that were just about style. And, you know, I continue to be amazed at the barns and the outbuildings and the shacks and the sheds and the things in Mississippi that we still have that tell that story. And it's a very rich story. And I think it has a lot of similarities to the evolution of music as well yeah. and where some of our early music came from. I love We're talking to Blenda Stewart. That's how fast a segment of Mississippi Minute goes by when you meet new friends. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, as always. Go to visit Mississippi.org. Trust me, you won't believe it. So many cool things to do that are right there in your front yard. When you open the door, there it is. I'm Steve Azar. I'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guaranteed Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guaranteed Bank, member FDIC. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Beautiful day for your Friday. Sunny skies, high near 75. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 53. Saturday, sunny skies, high near 83. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 62. And for your Sunday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the Range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a trebles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. As we roll down a Mississippi Minute, I hope everybody is uh, safe and sound. I'm Steve Azar. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org is the place. Trust me. So many cool things to do. I guarantee that my guest today, Belinda Stewart, has something that she preserved that is on that website that you can go visit. Uh, Belinda, you talk about vernacular architecture, which is a new word for me and a lot of my guests out there. You guys don't act like you all knew what we were talking about. Um, first of all, back up to Mississippi State. Mississippi State's known for many years, many, many years um, to have a rich history in teaching architecture, agriculture, certain things. I mean, if you didn't go to Mississippi State, do you feel like you wouldn't have been inspired to do what you're doing today? 
Well, it certainly would have been different. And, and if I'd left Mississippi while I was in that point of learning, it would have been vastly different. I, I think that that focus back on my backyard and on looking at how architecture evolved in Mississippi, that's probably the most formative thing that came out of my education, that appreciation and, understand, and trying to understand, continuously trying to understand why our architecture here evolved the way it did. You're in a small town, in a, a, a basically, in Starkville, mm-hmm. right? Does that help well, you mean, sort of find a focus on, I mean, come on, let's be real. You were in Greenville. Uh, we, we look around our state, and, and we're not alone. There's there's many states that have gone through uh, uh, an influx of people going the opposite way, leaving. And when they leave and jobs leave, it's like the Springsteen town. They're closing down the textile mills, cross the railroad tracks. It happens everywhere, you know, or, or basically everywhere. Your job is to go in and help with an economic impact, right? Always, whatever you do. Is that always in the back of your mind when you're going like, okay, when we bring this building back to the life that it originally had and the story that it was originally telling, and now it can go into, add to the story, right? Add a chapter to its story. Do you think about the economic impact always? Or does that just follow? Okay. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the economic impact may not be that particular building. It may be more about what it inspires around it or an increase in pride or a case study that now someone down the road can say, wow, look at what they did. I think I can do that, too. Wow. Let's talk so about case study. Belinda, mm-hmm. we're, let's talk about, um, like, so what? how involved does it get? How involved does your team go? Uh, is it uh, is it a combination of talking to the folks uh, listening to some stories uh, of people that were around at the time or maybe their fathers or grandfathers or great-grandfathers, grandmothers, whatever, or is it also equally as important to just maybe do research, that stuff that may be documented somewhere? Both of those. Uh, it, it's We do a lot of research and going out and looking for the history of the buildings we work on and trying to find out how they evolved to the point they're at now. Why did they get changed? You know, what caused change from that original design and whether it's valid to keep that change or to restore it back to what it originally was. We always go looking at what was the intent of the original designers or or if it was a vernacular building, what was its original intent for function and material and that kind of thing. And But at the same time, and just as important, we do what I call reading buildings and we go in and, and As thoroughly as we can, we really look at the tangible, physical um, characteristics of the building and try to figure out from that, you know, how how was it built? What are the materials? Mm -hmm. Are these materials we can still get uh, additional material for if we need to restore them? Um, It's about all the different parts that go in the building and about the condition. You know, what is in good shape? What's not in good shape? What's been added that should be taken away? It's just learning that where the building stands at that place in time, but at the same time learning the building story and learning which is the most symbolic part of this building, perhaps. Is there a part that's more meaningful than others? Is there a part more precious than others? Mm -hmm. Um, All those things kind of go into play. And then the other thing at the same time is is sort of the the logistics of how is this building going to be used now? Is it sustainable? Is this a use thing that can afford to pay its utility bill in the future and afford to maintain itself and helping to uh, make that 
work as well as it can and to increase the sustainability of that kind of project in the future. The magic is really bringing all of those together, and, and you have to know all of those parts, I think, to make it successful. It doesn't ever get boring for you, does it? Because it's like starting a new, a new project is a new, really true piece of art. Oh, yeah. They're That's all different. Yeah. People think about preservation as you do the same thing over and over again, but really nothing could be further from the truth because they all are different, and we learn so much on every project. You're right. I never get bored, and it's always fun. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, it just it's amazing how I feel like our two worlds uh have collided right here uh, <laughs> on a Mississippi minute because I'm learning so much. You know, when for me as as a kid, I would, and I know you started thinking architecture when you were in college. So I'm. It doesn't matter. Whenever that moment was when you knew, okay, this is something that I want to do. I think I'm gonna do, and I know it evolves into other things uh, beyond your wildest. You know, if you look back now. Compared to where you were in the beginning, I'm sure you're so far down the road with all these tentacles that have come out that have taken you different directions. But with me, there was this crazy moment where I I was a fan of an artist or a fan of a song, right? I didn't know who wrote the song or whatever. I always thought the artist wrote the song that sang it back when I was growing up. So, But either way, I found myself later in life in the room with them multiple times i remember my buddy who's a good friend now henry gross who had the song shannon he wrote about his dog that died and you know mama cries hard to pretend things but you know it just it was such a moment a vulnerable moment an impressionable impressionable moment in my life that when i met him i was like so i'd make him i made him play it for me before every writing session because I was like, this is crazy. I'm in the room with him. And the great thing is his mom, he was a teenager still. I think Phil Spectra, the great producer, produced him and all that. And his mom wouldn't let him have the money until he got old enough to handle it. So by the time that happened and he had that huge hit, all that money was waiting on him. It was interesting, though, but to have him in the room and us songs and all that. So for you, was there ever someone I'm getting to the point, everybody. Forgive me. Was there ever someone that you said, oh, look at look at the pre- preservation of that building. Look at the story it tells that you ended up collaborating with. Well, yes, it's a little bit different story. But when I uh, was in when I was in architecture school, I uh, had to work and we had to help pay my way through school. And I worked with an architect in Columbus, Mississippi, Robert Ivey. And um, he um, is now the um, head of the American Institute of Architects, 95,000 members, and from, you know, is in D.C., but still Mississippi roots and still a very good friend of mine. And it's been amazing as I've gotten more and more active in in architecture and in our organization, uh, I've had the opportunity to serve with him on the national level where he's leading this organization, and I was able to be on one of the leader in, in part of the leadership team uh, nationally with that. And that was a real dream to be able to have that opportunity to, to work with him uh, more closely and, you know, in a completely different situation from when I was the flunky in his office in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real dream. But the other thing that I haven't been able to collaborate, but Noah Webster Overstreet, N.W. Overstreet, was he's attributed as being the first Mississippi-based architect, born in Mississippi, became an architect, came back to Mississippi, 
very prolific uh, from kind of the teen, 19-teens to the 19, late 50s. And we have had the opportunity to restore, gosh, maybe a couple of dozen, can't remember now, a good many of his buildings. And it's really fascinating. We've, we um, have been lucky enough to find his original drawings on many of those projects. And I feel like I'm getting to know him, which is crazy. But by being able to restore his buildings and see the value of his design and his architecture and kind of where he was coming from, that's been a, a really wonderful uh, circle, I guess, to, to learn preservation and learn about him and then to be able to restore his buildings and uh, some of his buildings anyway and help bring them back to that original character and original life. I love it. I love we're talking to Blenda Stewart. Uh, Belinda, we are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, which is so fitting today, and I love it when uh, when it's a perfect match. Uh, visit Mississippi.org is the place to go. Please check it out. Trust me, folks. Uh, it's right there in front of you. A lot of things you have not even gone to visit. The museums. Go to the Civil Rights Museum. Go to the B.B. King Museum. You know, uh, go, go check out a... Uh, a Gulf Coast sunset and come visit me in the Delta and I'll show you what it looks like to wake up in the morning to on the Mississippi River to a glorious sunrise. Uh, you get to play DJ right now, Belinda, believe it or not. So we are the the birthplace of American music. Would you like to hear into the break? My pal, Marty Stewart, or I wish he was my pal, Muddy Waters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to pick. You can just take them both. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I love them both. <laughs> But, you know, I'm going to pick Marty Stewart. I love him. We love him. We love him so much. He is one beautiful, beautiful man and a prodigy as a kid. Let's play some Marty Stewart. I'm Steve Azar. Playing the guitars like shooting from a gun. Keeping up the rhythm, steady as a clock. Doing a little thing called a hillbilly rock. Doing a little Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Garden Mama here to ask, what about your trees? Hmm? 
Everybody like me who has big trees in their landscape needs a tree service, and mine is Matthews Tree Service, the metro area's oldest residential tree service. They're licensed, insured, and ready to consult with you about damaged trees and healthy ones, too. Listen to your mama now and call Matthews for free estimates in the greater Jackson metro area. Call 601-316-8584. Matthews Tree Service. This Mother's Day, make it memorable with a gift of jewelry from DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Whether she's your mom or the mom of your children, don't let May 9th pass without doing something extra special for the one who gives life and makes yours so much better. From simple diamond cross pendants to the larger diamond studs you know she's always wanted, DNS Diamonds has you covered. Through May 8th, you'll find exciting specials throughout the store. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Floodwood, in front of J.C. Penney. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Jackson isn't the only city in the state that has infrastructure needs. Senator Josh Harkins believes it's something all cities and counties should prioritize. Water and sewer are at the cornerstone of any successful community. you got to have you know, reliable water and sewer for businesses to locate and people to live and uh, schools to function. And when that goes awry, it causes a lot of problems. Just this week, close to $3 million in GoMesa funding was awarded for sewer improvements in the Gaucher-Van Cleve area. Now hiring signs dot the landscape across Mississippi and the logging industry isn't immune. David Livingston with the State Loggers Association says drivers are hard to find. Of course, the regulations keep getting tougher and tougher and tougher. I think here, I don't remember the exact age, but the average age of a log truck driver is up in his 60s. In most cases, loggers become trucking companies by necessity just so they can get their product to market. I'm Kelly Bennett. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com.
The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm back in a Mississippi Minute. Visit Mississippi.org as music and culture ambassador of this incredible state. Something that I wear on both sleeves and my heart and my soul. It's on both feet. When I wake up in the morning, I don't put shoes on. I put that roll on. Um, I implore you to go to visit Mississippi.org. Also, you are in the Keep Mississippi beautiful studio. I cannot say Mississippi enough. I'm going to say you poor Mississippi is where it all happens. That's where it all happens. I love it when folks come back home and change not only the area that they are, the community that they're involved in, but the world around them. And it just spreads. So you leave your mark in so many places. Uh, and Belinda Stewart is exactly that architect. Hey, Belinda, you got a new book out. Uh, it's called, let me see, you sent this, a monograph book for your 30th anniversary, 30 years of doing this, right? Um, yeah, and it's a, there's a digital version. How can people go check? Can they go to your website and check this out? They will be able to soon, and I sent you a little advanced copy there to have a look at, but it will be on our website uh, probably within a week, and then uh, we'll have a we'll have printing copies out in a couple of months, but it's been an incredible journey just to be able to look back over 30 years and think about, you know, what have we been doing, and look at the success of that and the evidence of, of what we've been doing over those years, and that's what that monograph is about. It's just telling the story of the work that we've done over 30 years and the great clients and projects and um, success that we see that we see around what we do. You know, I'm going to keep comparing our worlds together. It's like Springsteen just sent me his record before it dropped. Don't you love that? I just got that oh, from you. Yeah. I love it. Hey, so let's talk about music real quick on another level. You love to sing, and you've, you've spent time on stage. You know, what is it? Uh, what is it that draws you to the stage, and who do you dig the most uh, as far as songs you like to sing? And have you ever written songs? Wow. <laughs> it's all it's there. It's like a tiny little piece of me. I It's a huge passion, but I don't do it as much as I'd like to. Uh, it's just something I, I uh, push into whenever I can, but I love it. I, I've always loved music, and I love it's the same thing. I love the stories. I love the stories that music tells, but I also love the I love the blues and I love that sort of soul based um, you know simple chords, simple melodies, uh, just the the beauty of that strength of that music and and to me that goes right along with with studying vernacular architecture and studying the blues they're they're so related. Uh, my favorite artist is Coco Taylor, and uh, I discovered her, I guess, when I was in college and went to one of the Delta Blues music uh, festivals. Down here, I, yeah. Down there in Greenville in the 80s, and she was there and just blew me away. And so I, over, gosh, the next 20 years or so, I saw her as often as I could, and and that's what I love singing, love singing her music, and, and that you know, trying to imitate that depth and strength and um, just 
the wonderful character of, of the way she sings. You know, when I was a little boy at the Delta Blues Festival, I used to be, and they would let me on the side of the stage, and uh, I saw her many times. Oh, uh, I obviously great. saw Albert King many times and saw Stevie Ray both times. Uh, and I ended up doing his, uh, before I had hits, I ended up doing his, when he passed away, so tragically, his tribute. And it was a pivotal moment in my life because, first of all, I found myself on stage doing that. <clears throat> There's a song I was writing called Flatlands, though a version of it, that um, it just was put into uh, his Academy Award winning uh, director, Ted Reed. He's won a couple of those and a stack of Emmys. And he's doing this show called The Blues Revisited. And he the beginning of the entire show from a trip he took when he was a kid, you know, younger, I say kid, you know, just out of college to now. Uh, that's the song. And the song also, you know, I've played it in every arena in the country and I've played it in, you know, it, I always think about the moment of Albert King being to my left and son Thomas being on stage with me and wow. doing that song. I mean, it's, it was such a, who would have thought that I'd never get it out of my mind. There's never a time when I'm playing it, no matter where I'm at, how big or small the crowd has been when I haven't thought about that moment during the song. And so it was it's amazing how those things will stick with you forever. So I guess I'm getting to a point that was never a big hit song for me, but it's a big live song. So with with that said, what was your first big hit? Okay, let's just say this. Mine, that Flatlands was more impactful than a hit. What was your first impactful building that sort of said, welcome this, I'm Belinda Stewart. This is who I am. And then what was the biggest hit that really sort of everybody started going who did that? Ooh, that's hard to look at yourself and say that. Well, you have to. You have to on a <laughs> but, Mississippi Minute. Now, you know, it's, it's all, we're, we're stripping down the clothing here. Again, Come on, let's go. All right. I, I think the first one is in Port Gibson, and uh, it's an administration building. It's kind of like a courthouse annex, and this was back in 92, 93, the second and third year of my uh, practice. And um, Port Gibson, actually the county, Claiborne County, put out an invitation to architects. I'm told about 20 architects or so submitted um, their information for this project. And uh, we were one of those, and, and nobody knew who we were. And they selected, uh, I think, two, two or three of those to go to a next step and just basically tell them, how would you solve this issue? And... Uh, we spent some time in Port Gibson, and our our whole idea was we want to design a building that is totally reflective of your community. We want to really get to know your community, and we want to look at what is the appropriate thing to do in this in this particular space. And it was right between their downtown in Port Gibson and their very elaborate, wonderful historic courthouse. There was a vacant lot in between those two. So the idea was that this, this building is the, is the glue, it's the connectivity between their main street, their downtown, and, this, and the courthouse and the county. So we had a great time designing a building, and we designed it kind of by committee. We, we suggested to the community, that to the county, that they select a representational community uh, committee, sort of bring in, you know, people from each parts of the community, get a good cross-representation, and let us design it with them. So we had at least monthly meetings or so with with the community showing them what we were thinking as we were designing this building, and we did it with them in model form. Every time we came, we'd bring a model that showed where we were with the design of the building at that time. 
And it was amazing how it evolved with them, you know, sort of learning more of their stories, learning more of why something felt right and maybe didn't feel right for the community. And uh, and I think it turned out really well. We, we obviously were selected for that project and uh, were able to bring it together and, and um and then it received some attention once it was built. It was our first project that won a, a peer award, basically, a, a design award for how it was done. And that, that was a really nice uh, confirmation of what we do. But that, that one, I still love going to see that building and so proud of the building. We also designed a phase two, which they haven't built yet, and we hope they'll be doing that sometime in the future to make that building mean even more to the community. And uh, the other one that I think, has brought attention to us is the Old Main Academic Center at Mississippi State. And this was just a few years ago, and it's a new five-story building right near the center of campus in Mississippi State. And the idea was to, to really reflect the idea and the history of the Old Main Dormitory that was once there, which at the time was the largest college dormitory in the, in the country. And it was lost to a tragic fire, but there's so much passion about that building that um, the university wanted to to sort of keep that idea alive. So this is a building that speaks to that. It doesn't copy it. It's not exactly like it, but it certainly brings the image of it to mind. And I, I think that, and that's the largest project we've done. It was an incredible project we were able to do for the campus there. Well, and you're in. You said you were in Alabama yesterday. What was going on there? Yeah, I was in a little, uh, not little town, the small, medium town in Bruton, Alabama. And Bruton's about an hour north of Pensacola. And they find themselves in a growing mode in really um, lovely downtown and a lot going on. They've been chosen by a tech company out of Atlanta to relocate there. And that company's really into downtown development and wanting to see how they can influence a small town like that. So we were brought in to basically be advisors to help look at the big picture of where their town is going right now and to um, to help give advice and, and help give design um, guidance on how they grow, uh, which is really smart. They see that they're on the cusp of growth and they have a lot to work with, but they wanted to bring in folks that could help them with that expertise and help them see it. Uh, sometimes when you come in as the objective outsider, you know, you can see things that people that drive by it every day don't see. Oh, uh, so man. That's it was a great just, weekend looking at their town and uh, dreaming about what they could do. We're with Belinda Stewart, incredible architect, incredible passion for her work. I think she cares about it more than I do about the music, about writing songs. If you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, visit Mississippi.org is the place. Check it out. Check them both out. Believe in your property. Keep it clean and pristine for me. Just do it for me. We'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap and go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. 
Get ready to laugh. I hear somebody yelling across the parking lot. Chad Brather, is that you? Chad Brather here. I want to invite you to join me in Forest, Mississippi. Am I Crazy Comedy Tour is coming to town May 27th. We're going to be at the Scott County Forest Convention Center. Cole Ford's going to be there. My life, my life is perfect. My son, my Ira Dean's going to join us as well. Tickets now at watchchad.com, May 27th. Forest, Mississippi. Get your tickets at watchchad.com. We'll see you there. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you, okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, the Havard Pest Control, the difference is at Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. That credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with Proofback. Spring is in full bloom at Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Join weekend gardening's Nellie Neal, the garden mama, and the rock and roll handyman show's Buddy Slowick as they broadcast live Saturday, May the 22nd from Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. There'll be big, big savings throughout the store along with fun, food, and live music from Rodney and Gerald Moore as they preview the big Makita Power Tools sales event and the arrival of the Makita Cruiser on Thursday, May 27th. That's Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We were just two kids on the corner, Highway 1 and 82. With Belinda Stewart, I keep wanting to say Belinda Carlisle because I've compared everything to music. And uh, today is really weird. I need to be comparing it to Coco Taylor. Belinda Stewart here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org as your music and culture ambassador. I implore you to check it out. Hey, uh, Belinda, I talked about this before the break, or maybe I didn't, but I thought about it. So let me, (laughs) my wife sometimes goes, what is the question you're asking? Because you, you, it sounds like you've already thought about it for ten minutes, and you're take you're bringing me in the very end of the end of the thought, and I don't know what you're talking about. So, so maybe I've done that. So I apologize. If you design it and preserve it and tell the story and resurrect it, will they come? It, it depends on a lot of things. I, I think that they certainly will not come. Well, that's not always true, but typically. If you don't do it, they're not going to come. So it's certainly part of the process. Uh, I think the keys to building it right and restoring it right is, you know, the biggest thing is listening. Uh, when you go into a community, really hearing the stories of folks there and where their heart is, you know, what are they passionate about, what do they love, and making sure that what you're doing is what they want. And because when a community wants something, they go over and above to get it. And when the pride is there, you know, it's it's easier to do a project if, if you're really listening and really trying to give a client what they are wanting. And and again, it's, it's combined with what is this building that you're restoring offering and what is it going to take in order to get it there. But, um, but having... You know, having the knowledge of, of where the local folks are coming from is such a big part of making it successful. But we also look at um, how can we how can we help make a project more sustainable, and sometimes that's helping find more money. Years ago, we uh, started doing grant writing for our clients. We're not grant writers per se, but when we do projects, we are writing grants to help find more money and help bring more funding. Um, nowadays, it, there are no huge grants out there, but there are lots of medium and smaller grant programs still out there. And so I think that helps make a project more sustainable as well, finding more funding and more resources that you can bring from outside to help support that project. And then helping, you know, we try to help the community see their their potential uh, what are sort of sideline things that they can do that would help make their project more successful? And if it's a if it's a city or a county, maybe that's helping to think of ideas of incentivizing other projects to happen around the one they're doing, uh, or finding programs that could provide those incentives. Like uh, we're huge proponents of the historic tax credits. And uh, we have federal historic tax credits. And in Mississippi, we're lucky that we also have state historic tax credits. And there's some other tax incentives out there, too, like new market tax credits and the home core uh, funding. All those sources that are out there, if those can be brought to a project or one or two or three of those can be brought to a project, that's going to make it that much more successful as well. So we, we consider that part of our our service and our job is to help people find those kind of things that help strengthen their projects. We're talking to Belinda Stewart, incredible architect. The last year of what we've gone through with COVID 
and uh, obviously people have been doing more painting than they've ever done. <laughs> they've been they've been doing a lot of home improvements. There's not a lot of stock out there as far as houses for sale because they're going so fast, which is sort of like the opposite of everything you'd think in a pandemic. Uh, but, you know, the price of materials, building materials has, has gone crazy. How have you guys, have y'all been stalled at all? You know, we pretty much have kept rolling. Uh, we do a lot of work that's government-based where the funding was allocated, you know, six months ago. So, um, but we did roll into more of a remote working environment when it first, you know, when everything first started happening. But mm-hmm. we uh, luckily were in, in good shape to uh, to be able to handle that. We had been working on our IT and how we do things and, and were a bit, you know, mostly up to date so that we could just go home and keep on doing what we do. And that's, that's what we've done. We've had very little downtime. Uh, we've, you know, jumped off into some new education things as we've had some time, but we've been very busy and, and uh, been able to keep things rolling, but in a different way. Um, you know, we don't go out to uh, to meetings as much as we used to, just like everybody else. You know, we're Zooming and, and doing other things mm-hmm. online, and it, it's amazing how that has transformed, but, you know, those are just tools. You know, the tools have transformed, but the work really hasn't. The work has kept going. Well, that's a, that's a hallelujah. Well, yeah. when two Mississippi folks get together who have incredible passion for where we came from, uh, it goes by fast. And a Mississippi Minute has now officially uh, reached its peak. <laughs> Belinda Stewart, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for taking the time. Everybody check her out online. Check their website out. Hire them if you want to. Come in and restore something and tell that story that's so important for that building in that town, in your town, in my town. I'm Steve Azar. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. As always, visit Mississippi.org. That is the place you're going to go when Belinda and I say goodbye. Her motto, there's always a way. Goodbye, Belinda. Oh, bye, Steve. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Thank you. Blessings. Talk to you soon. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.